0: The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the sponsor, Gross & Schuster.
1: morning, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. It's the Pensacola Expert Panel, Pep Talk. I'm your host, Jake. Um, so glad to be here this morning uh, with uh, Terrence A. Gross from Gross & Schuster Injury Lawyers. Check them out online, grossandschuster.com. Uh, in practice since 1981, protecting you and your family. Uh, call them today, free consultation. Uh, Terrence A. Gross, thank you so much for being here this morning. How are you doing?
0: Good, glad to be here, and uh, of course, I have been a lawyer uh, for 44 years now. But uh, I don't always talk about injury cases. That's what we do, but um, you know, there's other topics out there sometimes. And I've uh, varied away from personal injury discussions uh, in the in the recent past. Uh, spent some episodes on uh, Israel last week. We did the First Amendment, so I figured, well, if we're gonna do the First Amendment why don't we just dive into the second amendment? And uh, Mm -hmm. before I get into this, um, I'm always mindful that if I speak about this, uh, that there are going to be people that are going to be happy with what I say. And there's going to be people that are unhappy with what I say. It's just America. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, 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 and of course, there's many issues out there that are lightning rods, and this may very well be one, um, but I'm going to try to pair it back and in, in, in the next few minutes, take as many calls as I can. If you want to call us, uh, what number could they call at?
1: It's 850-437-1620. You know,
0: or they could text. If you don't want to call, you could text that same number, yep. mm-hmm. and uh, you know we could do that. But um, so... We have to, when we look at the Second Amendment, you you certainly can't judge it and deem it by everything that we know today. So we have to go back with all the Constitution. The whole Constitution to me is a sacred document. It is fantastic. I do believe it's living and breathing. I'll get into that. But, uh, you know, the authors, James Madison and Thomas Jefferson were writing it according to their times and what was taking place uh, there. In fact, if you think about it, uh, even the phrases, whether it be in the Declaration of Independence or the Constitution, all men are created equal. We saw that. We all subscribe to that, Right. Uh, Well, they weren't talking about black men, I don't think. Uh, There was slavery going on. I don't think anybody would have argued that a black man was created equal in America in the 1790s in the midst of slavery. Uh, Women, women couldn't vote. All men are created equal. What about women? But anyway, with the Second Amendment, let's just read it real carefully. It it is so short. There's so much discussion. You would think it'd be this lengthy document, and it's it's, it's maybe one of our shortest yeah. amendments. And let's read it. A well regulated militia, comma. That comma is very important, by the way, being necessary for the security of a free state, comma, the right of people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. So the loyal 100% NRA people look at shall not be infringed. That's it. That's what the framers meant. Shall not be infringed. But if we brought in today your typical high school English teacher who knows nothing about guns, knows nothing about really the law, just knows about sentence construction. She's an expert in syntax, sentence construction, she would say, in looking at this, the term shall not be infringed relates to a well-regulated militia. That's what they started off the, the, the sentence with, a well-regulated militia. Well, let's go back into the 1780s after we had won our independence in 1776 from England. We didn't have a standing army. So after the war, what happened? They disbanded. They went back to their farms. They went back to their leather shops. They went back to their grocery stores or farming or whatever they were doing and resumed their lives with their families and their occupations. But there was a threat out there. Maybe England could come back. The Spaniards were certainly doing a lot in, in uh, Florida and the French in Louisiana. And you still had the Indians that were constantly at war with at that time as well. So there was many things going on. There was no standing army, no Navy, no Marines, no Air Force. It was a militia of volunteers. So if Paul Revere came riding through your town on his horse in the middle of the night. The British are coming. The British are coming. You grab your your muzzle loaded weapon, you drop what you're doing, and you kiss your wife goodbye, and you tell your son to tend the crops, and you're off. Uh, standing militia at a, on a moment's notice, and that's what they lived with. and And the weaponry at that time was the single uh, gunpowder loaded uh, a musket at that time, not a multi. Uh, type weapon. Do you have a caller? Well,
1: I was just, just personally, um, am I correct in thinking that, you know, back in that time, you know, the right to bear arms, they didn't take that so much as a personal promise. That was more, like you said, for malicious, for, for the people arming themselves, because I, I would have figured that everybody back then had a gun. It, it wasn't just so much about the personal right. It was the, the right to the collective right uh, to maintain militias.
0: Well, that's what it's talking about because it yeah. brought up militia—the first words. So, right. but yes. people take
1: that as a personal, like you know. But
0: it is too. Right, I, I would think, I, I believe it's that. So, if I was on the Supreme Court, if I was the President of the United States, and I could sign an executive order, what would I do? Well, a, I believe in gun ownership. I own a gun. I believe people have the right to protect themselves from home evasions and whatever. I would never dream of a country without the ability to own a weapon or two or three or whatever you want. Uh, I believe in hunting. I don't hunt myself. Plenty uh, of people do. It's a Southern tradition and I don't believe in shooting Bambi, but I sure like, uh, uh, the tenderloin and, and venison sausage. But, uh, at the end of the day, uh, I don't. Uh, I, I, it, it is a tradition going back uh, hundreds of years with many families, and each father trains his son on how to carry a rifle and hunt and all the things. And I think that's a wonderful thing. All that uh, being said, but this, but when we go to the shall not be infringed, well, I've argued with other listeners historically when they say shall not be infringed, well. Well, why not a 10-year-old? Why can't a 10-year-old older weapon Says it shall not be infringed? That's an infringement. How about airplanes? Why not? Why don't you try to put a gun on your <laughs> hip, go into the Pensacola airport, and just try to get through TSA and demand your right as an American Second Amendment to board that plane with your weapon. Uh, right. Try that out and see where you are that night and, and <laughs> explain that to the judge the next morning. Right. So there are infringements. So... I believe in the three-day check, Uh, the background check. uh, That's a small inconvenience to make sure that the wrong people don't get weapons such as convicted felons. I believe in red flagging. Uh, If you look at a lot of these mass shootings, a lot of these shooters, of course, they're all deranged if they're doing that, but a lot of them, authorities of some sort have prior knowledge of this mental illness, and yet they were allowed to carry these guns. Cruz, the young man in uh, South Florida that shot the high school, multiple uh, uh, problems with authorities and even psychological uh, diagnoses and so forth. He should have never been allowed to own guns. And yet he bought one within weeks or months of this attack. Um, The most recent shooting in Massachusetts, this guy in the army, he had mental, they were already saying he had mental problems, whatever, but yet he could own and buy guns. Uh, I I think it's not meant for the mentally ill, and I think red flagging with a judge deciding uh, whether or not it goes through judicial scrutiny, it is a right, and it shouldn't just be unilateral. uh, But with a judicial uh, order, like a restraining order of types, I think the red flag uh states should prevail. I I believe um in age limits for weapons. I think after the cruise shooting, I think even Florida, which is a very conservative state, um, went from 18 to 21. Um uh so I I don't understand these uh that there should be no restrictions. Uh I have talked to all my buddies at hunt. And I have a plethora of buddies that do. No one hunts with an AR 14. Uh, I don't, I'm not convinced. I've heard some arguments oh, I need it for home protection. Do you really? Mm. Can't you have a couple of nine millimeters uh, available um, with all the ammunition you need and fight off? Uh, You're not having 50 people invade your home. I, I just don't, I haven't heard a compelling argument.
1: And yet it seems to be one of the weapons of choice for these mass shootings. Um, well, the one thing that I keep hearing is, well, it's sport. It's fun, and I should be able to go to a range and fire a weapon like that and own it You know, under this, under this law, under this and right. And you're
0: giving up, I think, very little. Now, here's one thing that I, and again, a bone I have to pick. Um, my brother, when he died, bless his heart, uh, was a tremendous gun owner. He collected them. He was—he didn't really shoot them much. He really—he didn't hunt, but he really, really enjoyed owning and tinkering with weapons. I can say this now because he's passed. He can't do much about it, but he did uh, have a shop, and he would take a semi-automatic weapon and can make it an automatic just for his collection thing, but here's what he enjoyed the most. Gun shows. He loved, loved gun shows. And here's what I don't understand. So Jake, who's never been arrested for anything in his life, Hmm. can go to a gun store, buy a new weapon, wait the three days for the federal check. He comes up clean. Jake, here's your gun. Then the next weekend he can go to any gun show, and sell it to Joe Bob, not knowing anything about Joe Bob's mental condition, mm. uh, prior criminal record. Joe Bob could be Ted Bundy. We don't know who this person is. It, it, it defeats the whole purpose of the the three-day background check. Right. So I I think we need to do away with any gun show exceptions. Uh, to the
1: law. Why do, you, I, why do you think that's that hasn't that loophole hasn't been closed? By well now?
0: a lot of it's NRA uh, driven mm-hmm. and of course uh, I, I, they have a vested interest. I mean the NRA sells weapons. I mean the, the, they're backed by you know all the uh, gun manufacturers and it's a very big business mm-hmm. uh, and there a lot of people for sport there's you know uh, the Americans there's no shortage of guns in America. So I don't want to take your gun away from you. I think you have a right to hunt. You have a right for home protection. I just don't think we need to have military-grade uh, weapons. I remember, when I, as a young man, I can't remember how long this was. It's probably back when they used to have the the show Miami Vice with uh, uh, whatever his name. Don uh, Johnson. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Well, there was a shootout in Miami mm. where DEA agents encountered these drug dealers, and they were just outgunned because the drug dealers had sophisticated automatic weapons and, and they were no match with their service revolvers.
1: Yeah, everybody's and, seen Scarface. You yeah, know. Say so, hello to my little friend.
0: Right. So, anyway, I, I really believe that there has to be some limitation. This whole fear, well, if we start that, it'll open up Ed and Harris' box, and the next day we know they take away guns. They're not going to – that's never going to happen. That's just some – Fear margarine. In fact, I actually believe an adage. I do believe an adage that has been fostered by the NRA, and it's this, is that if you make guns illegal, only the criminals will have guns. I believe that adage. I believe that. So I'm not, I am not for outlawing uh, the guns whatsoever. Um, I, but I do think it, it doesn't mean it, it can't have some restrictions. We talked about the First Amendment, the last week, there, there's restrictions on the First Amendment. You can't yell "fire" in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. I I can't go out and, and take a full page ad in the newspaper tomorrow and say Jake's a pedophile when it's not true. I can't do that. Uh, there's all kinds of restraints on each and every uh, uh, amendment. And I mean, there's there's you know it, they're just not totally unlimited. But uh, people take that last language of the Second Amendment, shall not be infringed. Well, if that's the case, then why can't my 8-year-old take a gun to school then? Because my 8-year-old is a U.S. citizen. They're born in the United States. Why can't we? Nobody, logical, would ever say an 8-year-old could take a, a gun to school. Then why can't you insist? Go ahead and bully your way through... TSA with your gun and see where it takes you. So we all have come to accept post nine 11 that it's the new American way that, that unfortunately you're not going to be allowed to carry a weapon onto a plane without, uh, the ramifications thereof. I mean, so there are restrictions it, it, and and there are so-called infringements, but it gets back. It's modifying modifying the word militia and, uh, and, 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 back then again the weaponry today is so different I used to get in an argument with one guy who was just you know wild to the right uh, and you know we we start, start talking about this and infringement and whatever and I said what about a, about a bazooka no I should own a bazooka any military weapon any military weapon <clears throat> so I mean I mean the, y- that that's just silly at some point it becomes inane when it, it when you start looking at it do we have a text or a call we,
1: we do um we have one on topic and one off topic do you want to take the uh, I, i'd rather stay on topic. okay i right. don't want to go off topic. um somebody wanted to mention um <clears throat> about the debates on the second amendment uh d- pertaining to uh, thomas jefferson uh talking about in the last in last event of a tyrannical government um, so I guess they're just wanting to hear your thoughts on maybe the founding father's ideas of protecting the people from a tyrannical government.
0: Well, you know, that, that argument's been made and you got to understand, we got to dial back to the late 1780s and most, a lot of the, a lot of our founding fathers were either born in England or abroad. Or, had, you know, their, their parents certainly were. I mean, it was such a young country at that time. And they were concerned about uh, tyranny and, and, and someone taking over. They, they really, they grappled. They were really big in states' rights. So if, you, if your states' rights got it today, back then, and, and they didn't really want the United States of America. If you look back in history, uh, but they knew they had to join together like they did in the revolutionary war they had to join together <clears throat> to fight off a common foe, whether it be England, France, or Spain, or whoever it may be. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that was the genesis of, of, of all that, but they really struggled with that. And, and, and true there, there is, but again, you don't need military grade weaponry. Um, and it talks about firearms and the grenades on a firearm. But I'm just saying at some point, it, it, the argument almost gets ludicrous. Uh, um, so I, I, I do believe that um, I don't think we should go the path of Australia. We're not Australian. Our, our roots are different. Our, the, how we were founded uh, was a lot different uh, than other countries. So, yes, of uh, the civilized nations – there are more deaths, uh, the firearms. I, I understand that. But I think my biggest thing is, is enforcement and having red flag laws. Now, what's interesting, if you read the Pensacola News Journal yesterday, just yesterday, go back to yesterday's News Journal, I don't know, I didn't count them, but there looked like there were 20 proposed amendments coming up for this legislative session, some posed by Democrats to do restrictive gun measures and some by Republicans to do whatever contrary to that. Cause it is, it is polarizing. It is partisan. It is political. Uh, but I can't fathom how much time are legislators, this, this convening Congress session, how much time are they going to spend on guns? I'm wondering, are they going to talk about how to make schools better? Are we going to talk how to fund some of our public hospitals and how to make our roadways better? How to reduce the budget? You know, other things that are important to us. It just sounds like it's going to be a gun session. Right. When you look at all the proposed, it's a, a flurry of them. And uh, I, I would, I went, I thought, you know, seeing two or three bullet points would be our bills. Okay, that's fine. But there may be twenty different bills all relating to some form of gun restriction or gun. Uh, um ownership or whatever it may be uh and, and it's just uh it's really crazy uh but I don't I just can't think of how anybody intelligent can can say I think the mentally ill the mentally ill somebody that has been under psychological help that maybe's even diagnosed schizophrenic or bipolar or whatever that they should have a right to own a gun because their rights, as a us citizen that never been convicted of a crime but they have a right schizophrenic bipolar they have a right to own a gun i, I really <laughs> i mean uh, you know so I, I we can just go on and on what if a person um is mentally challenged we can't use the word uh you know retarded anymore but but someone so that person who who is 23 with the mind of a Six-year-old, there are people out there. So, can they own a gun? I mean, where, where I mean, it says can't be infringed. You can't infringe. Mean, so, we're we gonna allow. Uh, it's. I mean, it, we just keep on going on and on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's some people arguing out know, that convicted felons should own. I mean, uh, convicted felons there is a path. We do have a path if you go through all the channels where you could, you know, get your those rights restored after proving yourself and so forth. And I believe in that. I mean, if you're 18 years old and you do something dumb, you get you you sell a pound of some dope or whatever and get convicted. Well, you, you did wrong. But by the time you're 36 and you got a wife and kids and a good job, I think you should have a second chance at, at everything, really. But um, but I I think these restrictions uh, are not a threat to all the gun owners out there. I I don't consider it a threat. I am a gun owner. I think we should have uh, guns for personal safety. Um, I, 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 I never really had a problem with the concealed carry permits cause I knew that they had to have uh, more education and, and jump through some hoops to do that. That's been done away with in Florida. Um, so I, I don't know. It's, it's a weird world we live in, but I've already had a time. I can't believe yeah. as I look at this clock uh, that I'm just getting going. And there we are. But uh, this is Terrence Gross. I am a personal injury lawyer. I'd like to talk about other things, as you can see. If you wish to call me about a personal injury case,
1: 850-434-3333,
0: or visit us on the web at grossandschuster.com.
1: All right, Terrence A. Gross, thank you so much for joining us today on the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm your host, Jake. Uh, had a great time today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your questions. Um just come back and check us out tomorrow. We'll be here again, uh, 9 a.m. tomorrow on the Pensacola Expert Panel. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependent, local talk in the morning, five to nine. With Andrew McKay is on News Radio 92.3, WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.